Yo, 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 what's up? What's happening, guys? Up. Welcome back to the I'm On One podcast, episode 12. Welcome back to a special, very, very special episode that we're doing today. We planned this probably a week ago. It's been in the making. It's been cooking. And stirring shit up. Yeah. And so what we wanted to dedicate this podcast to? To our beloved friend, Governor Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom. Big you you got a big boy. day coming up, big boy. Big boy. <laughs> big 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 tough guy. Big tough guy. Big tough guy. Um I wonder yeah. how he's feeling. I feel like he uh he probably got the shakes. Oh, have you seen you ever seen his interview where he's doing? Like I think with with um fuck. I forgot what report it is, but he's like he's tripping. He's like you could see himself like he's cracking. He's over here just like I've been taking a lot of stuff from he probably did what you did last night and got two hours of sleep yeah he yeah. probably had a boba and then only slept for two hours green tea yeah that shit had me on that shit had me on like donkey kong like donkey kong fuck i, I don't think i've ever really had that happen to me no Not off of tea. Well, I, I can even drink i can drink coffee well you drink coffee but regularly i am yeah because you don't even consume caffeine like that no so, yeah, so I drank fucking green tea last night, some boba, and that shit had me up. But I don't know. I was just hella juiced up from, from all this um, investigating, too. So we were doing some extensive research on this topic. And as you, some of you may already know, we support the recall. And this episode is pretty much going to be telling you guys why we support the recall. Why we think that we need new leadership in this state. And... Yeah, let's let's fix this this place up because it's a shithole. Right. And it's our home. It's our home. You walk outside and it's not looking great. It's looking pretty horrific. Almost every part of Sac now has like has just like encampments everywhere. And oh my god, I've been doing some shit, yo. It's like I was doing it's, some research to it's the point. It's every day. It's every day that you're you encounter all the poverty and all of the diminishing of small business businesses the middle class and that separation it just keeps on growing yeah yeah unfortunately and what they want essentially not i mean i don't want to say they it's a too much of a broad term but what the globalists want i guess with how people would say is they don't want a middle class they want a upper it, class and a working class because it's redundant. Well, it middle takes class up too much like resources. There's no use for them. Well, no, no, middle class is it's independent. We're independent. Middle class sustains themselves. Middle class has their own businesses. Middle class has their own way of thinking. Their own their own way of life, kind of shit. Does so, the upper class have a problem with that? Well, yeah, upper class wants workers. Mm. They want bigger companies, so they want smaller middle class. Essentially, no middle class, so so everybody can stop fo- focusing on the little businesses and focus on the big businesses. Because the big biz- businesses need the lower class to do the little work. Yeah, There's slave more, work. Yeah, there Look needs at Amazon. to be more people who do the little work. I used to work at Amazon. I used to deliver for them. And let me tell you right now, that fucking, those warehouses are like little fucking, they're little, little lab mice 
fucking running around everywhere just doing a bunch of shit everybody's doing their own shit everybody's just locked into their little stuff i hear bitching all the time i hear fucking somebody's about to fight and somebody's doing some fucking dumbass shit over here and it's just like a fucking jungle in there but everybody's you know scanning and, and like pretty much they, they scan packets and like they'll like tote them up so they'll put them in totes and then a certain driver has has a, a list of all the totes that they need they, they need to um, carry out and deliver so we have to load them up and then boom we go to our, our designated area but it sounds like a giant lab it's and you guys are mice yes yes so we were not even working directly for amazon we were working for a subcontractor called jet setter who actually got sued because they were not reporting adequate hours for the workers nor working um safely safely safety conditions right living living yeah you'll be behind on your work some I mean, bullshit. no, no, we were in the van. Well, I mean, I had a piss bottle. Of course, everybody had a piss bottle. If they were dudes, if they were girls, it's kind of harder, you know, to take a piss. But I never thought about that. Yeah, it's hard for a girl to be a delivery driver because of the you pissing take a situation. piss. Yeah, we and, and you I, gotta we stay drink hydrated. water. Yeah, we gotta drink water, and it's hot as fuck. Damn. Yeah, so we had piss bottles. Dudes had piss bottles, but right. And this is it keeps growing bigger and bigger. This yeah. whole system, this construction of this business model is getting bigger a lot of people are dependent on it yes. and they're taking up they, they probably have taken up a lot of um warehouses in california as it is oh, i mean 100%. around silicon valley over here there's hella warehouses yeah they're fucking up. everywhere there's over there in fucking wood i don't even know I don't, every little small town every little any little you know whatever the boom they're there amazon's there they're making their presence established <laughs> Oh my goodness! You would, you would. It's all good, <laughs> but um, yeah. Fuck Amazon. Yeah. Fuck Jeff Bezos. So like, this is just observations that we're seeing in California. It keeps growing in a way that uh, I think it's just too rapid, and yes, we're being too dependent on Amazon. On it, it's a convenience thing. Right. People don't want to go out and go shop for their shit no more people just want their stuff delivered to their house you know people want their food delivered to the house everybody's gotten so lazy you know and i you know i'm guilty of that i do like ordering some doordash we were ordering doordash yesterday i ordered it twice yesterday actually <laughs> ordered postmates and then doordash but i mean yeah i deserve my luxuries here and there but i'm not doing this shit often i'm not fucking ordering packages like every day every other day you know i order stuff here and there and if i do it's not you know, it's not directly through Amazon. So I try to support the small vendors that are in Amazon. So I like that Amazon gives opportunities for other people to make money, too. It gives other people, like, you know, merchandising and um, drop shipping and shit. So you could make money off of Amazon. Doing well, your own shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think what I, what, I, what I don't like about Jeff Bezos is, you know, this whole SpaceX shit. You know, going to space and going doing, doing some shit in space. It's like, all right, yeah, I get it. You know, Elon Musk, they're trying to have this little war. You know what I mean? Like, but to see who really goes doing to space first. Important. Who, like, bro, there's people getting smoked in Afghanistan right now. U.S. U.S. soldiers that are trapped in that country, pretty much, hundreds of thousands. People that were willing to put their lives on the line for this shit, and they pretty much got left stranded. 
So imagine that. Imagine you enlisted in something thinking that your country's like, you know, you're fighting for your country or for whatever the case may be, because I know a lot of people join the military for their own personal cause. But you're there thinking, you're pretty much believing what they told you, thinking that, you know, like, well, yeah, we're meant to die for this. And, you know, this is this is this is fight for our freedom and all this shit. And they're like, all right, well, peace. We out. If you get out, good. If not, then we can't save everybody. I'm sorry. So, yeah, I mean, I feel some kind of way about that. I blame Bush because Bush is the one that started the war, started the, the never-ending war that, you know, or just, like, kept on, continued it. As soon as they would have, as soon as they murdered, took down Osama Bin Laden, they should have been cut. But that wasn't the case, you know. Afghanistan, the Middle East is full of natural resources. It's enriched in natural resources, very, you know, valuable elements. So Yeah, and opium. Yeah, it's all natural resources. It's all it's all a profit. So Yeah, I mean That we, might have been just a the oil. The oil. Just a motive to stay there realistically because you, you can say that you're going there to fight a war but i think that the alternate ulterior motive is to capture the resources establish yourself you know to claim everything and then yeah. once you're done just dip mm-hmm. yeah but that wasn't the case and i mean we know that's not the case from any u.s wars or like interventions that the u.s has but like I said, like every leader has its own agenda. Yeah. So one leader gets in office. All right, boom, we're doing this and we're doing that. And then another leader comes in. You know what? Fuck that. I don't want to do that no more. We're doing this, this and that. So it's going to be like a push and pull effect. So we go somewhere. And then once we think we're getting somewhere, rah, get your stupid ass back over here. And they were going to go and going to go. Oh, just keep on pulling back. It's a push and pull. It's like a fucking wave. You're getting pushed, then you could just pull back. It's like you're in, you're just like you're stuck in the ocean. It's like it's like you're trying to swim to the shore, but you're literally getting sucked by the water. Every time you get closer to the shore, you're the ocean is a very scary place. I don't know if you guys have swam into that situation. I've been kind of in that situation. I almost fucking died, but I'm very I'm very grateful that it didn't kill me. Because yeah, the ocean is very scary. But I mean, yes, yeah, like I just wanted to put that analogy. Like it is like the ocean because. We're getting pushed, and then we're getting pulled, and then pushed, and then pulled. But yeah, I mean, hopefully that gets better. Hopefully that <laughs> does get better. Hopefully, I mean, this is I don't know. I don't really know a solution to that. To it's gotten whole. too complicated to really narrow down one right solution. There was a lady that was screaming out of the top of her lungs. She was being recorded over there in Afghanistan. She was saying that Joe Biden, you didn't just kill us, you killed the whole world. Al Qaeda, I mean, um, Taliban's are best friends with Al Qaeda and ISIS. You, you're keeping them here. You made them rampant. You let them free so they could, so they could take our natural resources, so they could make these weapons of mass destruction, to pretty much bomb whoever they need to bomb. China's already in ties with Taliban. They already embraced the Taliban as the rightful leaders of their country. Um, Joe Biden's over here and fucking sucking China's dick. So who knows what's going on actually. Um, but yeah, I mean, hope for the best, prepare for the worst. 
Hope for the best. Prepare for the worst. That's my motto. Cause I mean, what I mean, how are we gonna to know what's gonna happen and to all that? Just, that's too much. If it happens, then it happens. If and yeah, what the fuck do what do we what do we do? We focus locally first. Yeah. And let's start with our home state of California. Let's start with yeah. Let's start. Let's do that. Um. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. There's just like, just obvious indicators outside when you go around and another one on top of that would be the constant fires that we are experiencing yeah growing up you know just growing up in sac you don't go outside and you're you're walking in the fog of smoke that's never really been a regular thing but now it has been these past couple of years it has been just ongoing all throughout the state yeah and we can point it to global warming but we can also in my opinion point it to the lack of funding in my opinion yes no it's not an opinion it's a fact and uh, favoritism towards big companies like pg pg and e and protecting them yes which they did in 2018 after the butte county fires that burned 150 something thousand acres holy shit that was fast. Oh, let me pause this. Yeah, so that those fires were pretty fucked off. And yeah, so I got some facts here. So it burned a total of 153,336 acres, destroyed 18,804 structures, and killed 85 civilians. Injured dozens of firefighters, the deadliest and most destructive fire in California. Before this fire over here in... Um, the Dixie Fire right now. The Dixie Fires. Uh, is that what they're, what they're calling it? I think, yeah, the Dixie. What did you have? Well, that's the biggest one in California recorded till this date. Yes, yes. And that's... Oh, my God. Yeah, and so, it hits different because I have spent the last, like, five years living over in that area. I actually lived through what those people went through because... Paradise is just 15 minutes up the hill. Mm-hmm. There, it's really interconnected up there. People know, every like everybody really knows each other in the surrounding areas. And having just a whole population of a city go down the hill and live outside of Walmart in their trailers and stuff and live in tents, basically, they were really screwed because you literally lose everything and mm-hmm. everything flashed right before your eyes and it's still a big topic of conversation and people are scarred um yeah yeah and it's really fucked off and they didn't have power for days some didn't have power for weeks and it's a very cold place so if you don't have solar if you don't have a different form of energy then you're kind of fucked and you're kind of like yeah, it well, happened well, no, in no, no, November. Hold on, hold on, it was hold on, cold no. because it was in November. I remember that they didn't get to have a Thanksgiving because yes, they were outside yes. freaking Walmart. I'm I'm thinking about the following year when they cut off the power. Yeah. When they cut off the power to avoid another catastrophic events from the power lines for PG&E. So yeah, so that fire I mean, we didn't even did we disclose that it was caused by PG&E? I don't think we did. So it was caused by the yeah electrical. Uh, it was caused by PG&E. Yeah, electrical transmission lines owned and operated by PG&E located in the Pulga area. 
The investigation identified a second ignition site near the intersection of Conco Road and Rim Road. The cause of the second fire was determined to be a vegetation into electrical distribution lines owned and operated by PG&E. Um, during 2018, there were more than 7,571 wildfires that burned over 1.8 million acres within the state of California. 1.8 million Acres. I don't know if you guys fucking realize how much an acre is, but an acre is pretty fucking big. And to say 1.8 million, that is fucking. That's fucking hella. That's hundreds. That's that's, that's hundreds that's of millions of trees. The, that's to the point where it's the fucking destruction of uh, my home. How many? Imagine how many trees and in one acre. Right, and they're all just getting burnt. That's hundreds thousands of trees right there. That, and I don't fuck with it, and I don't think that we're doing enough to protect that and prevent that from happening. Okay, yeah, definitely don't. So let's so let's let's keep it going of why maybe this is a problem, and why it hasn't been solved. So I was looking at an article, and it's um, WesternJournal.com. So it says Newsom pledged to aggressively move to fight wildfires in the state when he took office in 2018. Since then, he was declared the California Department of Forestry and Fire Protection treated 90,000 acres with fuel breaks and controlled burns to make the area least, uh, least vulnerable to wildfires. So, however, an investigation by Cap Radio and NPR's California Newsroom found only 11,399 acres had actually undergone fire prevention work based on the data. So, 11 out of 11,000, that was supposedly going to be 90,000 acres. Well, what the fuck? Newsom inflated the number of acres treated by 690%, according to the report. And I have a graph here. I'm going to pop it up for you guys so you guys can take a look at it. And, yeah. So, yeah, it was supposed to be 90,000 acres that, was supposed to, that were supposed to be essentially cared for and monitored so they won't. Um, so they could be pretty much prepared for a wildfire and, and prevent it. And only 11,399 acres had actually undergone the fire prevention work uh yeah so there's one another one going back to because i was interested in like the whole pg e thing with the campfire as yeah. well and in sac they have like local news and i think that local news is a joke sometimes because they're just like kind of goofy but for this one i actually like it's uh abc 10s mm-hmm. like website and they have a series called fire power and money how governor newsom protected pg&e yes yes i actually fuck with local news more than the mainstream media because local news sometimes don't give a fuck yeah they they really do show like what literally happened yeah you know there's an incident that should that by law should be out in public record and they are displaying what's happening around you yeah 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 so what you were saying And, um, yeah, so I just kind of thought about it going back to that. I was like, you know, I kind of was like dissing local news and shit. But at the same time, there's also legit journalists. And this is their opportunity to practice what they do, which Mm. is to, you know, spread the truth. Right. Isn't that kind of like the core fundamental thing about journalism? 
is that that you're not misinformed that that you know um and i think they did a really good job with this series they, they talked about what newsom did was that they, he signed into effect ab 1054 and that allows pg e to obtain official state safety certifications for two years after the campfire mm-hmm. so pg is pretty much cleared like they're they all they meet the safety protocols right for the next two years like they're not in a way i feel like that's saying that they're not reliable for shit. they're exempt yeah yeah um and i'm just like what the fuck it says that when the campfire happened, I think that because there were eight or four deaths mm-hmm. and each death, I think how they got in trouble was that they were responsible for for each death. It, they have to contribute 10 grand. So putting that into perspective, they make 10 grand in like an hour of just operating and doing what they do because they're such a large monopoly. So mm-hmm. it's really nothing for what they did. Mm-hmm. And they really they kind of like get a little smack on the back of the hand yeah and that's not fucking okay they can own up way more and they can have more surveillance on what the fuck they're actually doing because we don't really have an understanding everybody just depends on them for energy yeah yeah but the the practices like that i think that we should do a lot more digging into what they are are actually like you know I feel like they're drawing out of us because mm-hmm. it's already a lot of money, but there's also more Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. So one thing we can, the one way we can combat that is by looking for new ways of energy to demonopolize the energy source. So because people they're need too to pay, big, yeah. people need to pay for energy. People need to pay for gas, but electricity is i mean i mean essentially you don't even need to pay for gas if you have electricity everything so solar we just went solar not that long ago and it was a pretty fucking good switch i highly recommend it i actually work i'm working with a guy that sells solar so if you guys need solar hit me up but i'll drop a link down below and yeah, I mean, I feel like solar is the best uh, initiative right now. It is they, the government is giving you a twenty five percent tax incentive to uh, pretty much a tax credit to get solar. So they're giving you free money to get solar, and you become energy independent. You're not relying on a motherfucking monopoly, monopolized form of energy. Who could shut who could shut your power out whenever they want? Actually, because to to prevent another, you know, catastrophic event like they had in Butte County, or just. I wouldn't doubt that these motherfuckers have something to do with the fires over here. And then Newsom kind of blames it on climate climate change to kind of just, you know, save his own ass. But he's probably in cahoots fucking sucking their dick. You can, yeah, just say that it's climate change, but, like, what the fuck are you going to do to it's, combat it? it? It's, it's, it's so, it's, oh, my God, bro. And I'm, I'm a nature freak. I'm a fucking hippie to the fucking core, all right? That's one thing that keeps me, like, like, that's one of my... Grounded? That's one of my main fights is protecting nature, protecting this this earth. You know what I'm saying? Because you feel like you are a part of nature. Yeah. Yeah. We are all nature. If we once we realize that once we that's that's when we're coming together. But people are so disconnected from nature because they're so connected to technology that it just kind of we just we stay all disconnected from each other. We people don't even know how to interact. That's beside the point. But um 
I was at nature. I lost myself. Nature. One of my main fights. Fires. Fuck. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even high. That's crazy. But look, what I got to say about that is Newsom is not doing his job right. And and there's another fact. There's a couple, couple other facts that I could jump into. So. We can't jump into. Oh. Oh. Yeah, we're just. Yeah, it's, I'm a shooter. I'm a mover. We can go into his competition. I, I don't know. Before we do that, I think we should talk about more about the problems. The problems? Yeah. All right. So. All right, yeah, because we're, yeah. There's, we didn't really, we just talked about the fires. But. So they're going with the fires. It's some sleazy shit, too, because the AB 1054 I was talking about, he had some New York attorneys draft that shit. He took $3 million of California taxpayers' money to pay for these attorneys to kind of like write protections for pg e basically mm. sleazy sleazy motherfucker Bro, we'll talk about his um his funding in a bit but going back to the so according to western journal says meanwhile So after an initial jump during his first year in office, data obtained by Cap Radio and NPR's California newsroom showed Cal Fire's fuel reduction output dropped by a half in 2020 to levels below Governor Jerry Brown's final year in office. At the same time, newsroom Newsom slashed roughly $150 million from Cal Fire's wildfire prevention budget. So yeah, it's, so not, if- it's not like, yeah, wildfire's not that important. We're fine. Yeah, global. It's global warming's. Smoke. It's global warming's fault. We, we've been but up I'm in, gonna cut the funding. We've been up in smoke, Vato. We've been up in fucking smoke. All right. And then these motherfuckers over here want to talk about. Oh yeah, I'm, we're not. It's it's just not that much of an issue. We're 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 we're, we're putting a state emergency on it. And I kind of fucking draw it to like public health because right now the Department of Public Health is you know really pushing themselves on mm-hmm. keeping like you know keeping everybody safe. But you don't do you really care about public health when the smoke that we're breathing in, I bet, is going to be so fucking toxic toxic in the long run. And we're getting sick. People are getting sick from that, and that's causing Rona more. Because people are getting lung, lungs infected and shit. And all this other stuff. So it's like... Yeah, it makes them more vulnerable. It's all interconnected. You know, they, it's like bigger picture shit. So yeah, so um, PacificResearch.org says... So Newsom had a call for over $700 million for dollars for wildfire prevent, prevention and resilience in his revised budget in May, the report said. The legislature increased that amount to $1 billion and it's a in its budget bill but the final budget deal includes less than half of that five four hundred and fifty eight million dollars over the next year that was from 2020 and mind you uh 2020 was a fucking catastrophic year for fires as well uh i want to say let me see it was like up, yeah up and down california it was i think that's 4.3 million acres 2020 4.3 million acres 
how many fucking millions of acres are we gonna live before we'd be like, all right, there's a there's a problem here. Ever since this fucking guy stepped in the office, there's been a really big problem, and there's not there's not there's there's nothing being fixed. And as a matter of fact, this motherfucker is taking money from the budget, taking five hundred million dollars to be exact. Yeah, he keeps taking and he's been caught taking shit before too like he took from the ppes is that what they are the business loans oh my god to fund his own winery man that's fucking selfish in my opinion oh my god i think that that was one of the hotter topics but still i'm still gonna point it out because yeah that's some fucked up shit too he's a example of like do as i say not as i do so yeah perfect example of that was when he was telling everybody that they should wear a mask they should do this do that if you go out to eat in public make sure you put your you put your mask on take a bite to eat put your mask back on and all this shit right this motherfucker is over here at this restaurant called french laundry with his fucking um his invent his investors his lobbyists having a big ass dinner 20 fucking deep in a room no mask no nothing nobody gives a fuck Nobody's giving a fuck. Yeah, you should have had that shit over Zoom. <laughs> and but you know he doesn't give a fuck. He's getting money from them, right? He's in their best interest. And going back with you, what you said about the PPP loans, businesses were starving trying to survive. Small businesses did not make it out. They were waiting for their checks. They were waiting for their checks. They were waiting for a sufficient amount, but they were not getting a sufficient amount once they were getting those checks. You know who didn't didn't wait at all? Newsom's fucking wineries got three million in the bank right in the right first quick. week. Three million. Fourteen employees, if I'm not mistaken. Some small ass number like that, yeah. If anything, they're probably that loan in itself they probably profited off of. Like they got some extra money, like pocket change and shit. Man, it really it really breaks my heart to see that because some of these people that work for these businesses, they put their heart fucking and soul into this shit. They put their whole life into this business. They wanted to see their business get carried on by their son, their daughter. They, they, you know, they wanted their generational wealth. They build something so they can last, so they don't have to struggle. Some of them, many immigrant businesses, people that come from different countries trying to make a new, trying to make a living for themselves. Who took a risk? But they shut the bitch down. They shut everything down. No, we can't keep it open. We can't. We just. We just can't. It's. It's not safe. This virus doesn't take any breaks. No, no, no. We just can't. So we're just. We're just gonna close everything down. And, and yeah. And then once you go out of business, this motherfucker passes a bill to where he could come in and buy those foreclosed buildings. So what happens? You get your small business. You can't run it no more. Oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah, give it to me. I'll fine. I'll take it. Government swoops in here. You want gets fucking sucks off a lobbyist, and then they, now they got their fucking corporation running in where they have the small business. Yeah, because why do you think there's California, so much gentrification? California though? property is on the like the incline. It's a continuous incline. It's so fucking valuable. Yes. Property in California, like you can't expand California's boundaries. You so you got to take over all the land that you can. Like, this goes back to fucking early civilization. Land means so much. You want to have land. And there's so many fucking people. And that's also an exponential thing that you got to take what you can get. Yeah. 
that's what it comes that, down to. And we have seen the largest exodus in California. So studies show shows state among top five showing largest outbound migration. People are leaving. People don't want to pay these high taxes no more. They don't want to fucking pay for this bullshit. These these bullshit ass uh, regulations and laws that are unlawful and that don't serve the people, don't serve the citizens. They're they're benefiting corporate corporate America and they're benefiting lobbyists. They're benefiting government politicians that are you know in association with them. And who gets fucked? The taxpayers get fucked. Us, we get fucked. But no, but see, look, Gavin Newsom is doing this and he's he's doing that. The only thing I feel like he did is what what you were talking about earlier with solar, because I know that he really did push the whole solar thing. Like, if you do transition, then you do get tax credit. That was... But that wasn't Newsom's. That was Biden. Not Biden, but Brown's? No, it wasn't Brown. Was it Brown? Oh, like Biden the president? Yeah. It was like a federal... Wait, what's not... I think it was Jerry Brown. I'm tripping. Might be wrong. I felt like it may have started, but then the only thing I felt like he did push and did make sense was that. Well, yeah, and, I mean, and, he, and he has done some things, you know. I'm, I'm gonna, I actually wanted to talk about some of the things that he has done that have been Right, because I don't, because, yeah, we've been talking shit, but I think that ultimately you do want to weigh both things. Yeah, yeah, For yeah. any topic, vaccinated or unvaccinated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. So some of the things he's done with education, let's see. So he's expanded early childhood education, courtesy of the unprecedented amount of money sloshing around the state budget. The governor and legislature hammered out a new plan that would allow every four-year-old in California to attend transitional kindergarten by 2025. Which, I mean, it's... I, it, I think that that makes sense. It's cool, but I don't know. I was Because think, we do value education. We do value education. As but Democrat, I think, a, a democratic state. Yes, and I, I'm very much, very much uphold education to a high standard but i don't think it's the amount of time that we should be changing i think it's what we are teaching the kids oh definitely the so structure I, as it is sucks broken down like everything is just broken down to equal amounts of everything same amount of math same amount of english same amount of history but it's like it's just bullshit ass shit that we don't even be learning we don't need to learn how come we don't know how come we don't have a course about mental health in, in middle school or high school. Maybe that would have helped us out a lot. Of course about taxes would have maybe been would have very us. beneficial. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, so, he's, all right, so he's done that and he's okayed free school meals for all. So during the pandemic, the federal government gave school permission to offer free grab and go breakfast and lunch to all students suspending proof of income eligibility requirements. During the pandemic? Yeah. But you're at home. So you got to go to school to get food? Yeah. I, seen, I was seeing that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a little shit. And another thing that he did was overhaul charter school law. So in 2019, the legislature passed and Newsom uh, passed and Newsom signed a new package of new bills subjecting charter schools publicly funded by independently operated to new rules. So one makes it easier for local school districts to block the creation of new charters, while another requires that charter schools hold California teaching credentials, which I don't really see too much of a benefit in that. I mean, if people want to. I Wait. So what's the what's so, the argument so I guess here? It, breaking it, it, it down so more. So it's easier to break down as for local school districts to block charter schools from from opening up in their in their district, which in a way who if cares, you think, right? No, no, no. If you think about it, that's really that's a con because what if some charter schools are, are because they're 
publicly funded but independently owned so they could kind of do they could teach their kids the, however they, Whatever they teach want to teach them it's not like you got to take the standardized tests and shit Wait, what are, that public schools what is, do. This is fucking whack, actually. I think that as long as you're fucking learning something, bitch, go learn. <laughs> this is whack. <laughs> you're, I think that just this whole charter school thing, uh, yeah, you can be focusing on bigger issues. That's, is, that's, all, that's also my thing is that like he's these things that he does are like kind of little in my opinion compared to what's this is, bigger th- i don't even know why i put this down thinking that there was something <laughs> thinking that it was, I, this, is, this is a con this is like bad it's a, that yeah means, i mean, wish that i, I mean, can say that he's done so much more bigger things th- this, this just means that the educational system can monopolize the teachings that's what it is essentially because charter schools are independently are publicly funded but independently owned so I went to a can, charter school in, in, in my freshman year. So you think that like a lot of bullshit's gonna be taught then? It's bullshit's everywhere in public schools. <laughs> that's, that's all it is is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm not saying nah. every public school is like that because I did have a good experience. Hey, there are some. Hey, there are good teachers. There, there are, are very good, good staff teachers. Yes, who, yes, yes. Yeah. Very. I've had some some of the best teachers. I'm yes. not saying to get rid of everything because everything's bullshit, but, but we can reconfigure. The amounts of what we learn yes and to say all right we could say that all right go ahead and yeah we could say that but we weren't in school at this time during these times it's we big, were in school back in the days yeah we, were in, we were in school fuck. back in arnold Schwarzenegger days <laughs> we were in his, his administration this is, yeah history is repeating itself because nobody liked gray davis and that so they put some kind of clown in office yeah i don't want to put a clown in office i don't i don't but we, we already have a clown yes so we're trying to i'm not trying to replace a clown with another clown no, that's what i'm saying no let's not do that let's not do that <laughs> but yeah yeah fuck that whole charter school shit i'm not i'm not i'm not in cahoots with that but let's talk and about. Like, if you want to homeschool, fucking homeschool, man. So let's talk about what he hasn't done. So he, I guess he said he's gonna mandate ethnic studies in high school, which I do think is important. I think that that class would be nice, but I guess he was facing backlash on it. But how about a class on mental health? How about mandating that? Because I don't feel like they push this shit enough. I don't feel like they they even they even. I I know they know it's a it's a issue, but they don't give a fuck about our mental health. Nobody tells us about mental health until we get to, like, college and shit. Yeah, and mental health is a lot of practice because maybe this goes with everything, but you can't just read a book on mental health. No. You have to acknowledge your issues and face your demons and realize what you've accomplished after, you know, you experienced the trauma. Yeah. And you fought through it and shit like that because everybody got shit going on. I know we do, but the only resource in schools that we have are just high school counselors, and they are also limited to the amount of help that they can actually provide and shit, too. Yeah, yeah. There's, I, yeah. I've known kids that have gone through shit, and they didn't show up to school. Mm-hmm. Same. And I same. don't think that there was enough to help them. Nope. They're going through a lot. Oh, they're, my God. Like, I feel like they're still forced to go to school, and they're not going to meet their credits unless they show up to school and shit. Fuck that. And coming from immigrant immigrant parents we don't have that like that like you know that nurturing kind of like empathetic aspect we were just like no you're going to school no matter what you're going right. to go to school you're going to go to school you still have i'd like, be fucking the feeling flu like symptoms shit. 
you're still going. You already yeah. missed a few days. Yeah, I'd be sick as shit going to school. Like, what the fuck? This walking to school. Why? Yeah. Yeah. I'd walk to school. We used to take a fucking dangerous ass path to school. <laughs> when I was going to middle school, I was walking over the overpass, and that's when shit got ugly. But, <laughs> you know, everything happens for a reason. But, uh, so he hasn't required public schools to reopen. Many uh, studies have shown that kids are not susceptible to the virus as as adults are and oh yeah kids don't fucking need the vaccine in my opinion yeah well yeah it's not even yeah the fda approved uh the pfizer but it's not even approved for children 12 or 14 and under i believe i bet the fda and the cdc are in cahoots yeah fuck the fuck the the food and drug administration come on are you guys are really like people are like oh it's fda approved now bitch you know what the fucking fda but there are some things that the FDA approve and don't approve that just literally don't make sense. We don't have to get into that. Right. You could do your own research on the but FDA. No, no, do like, your own. Yeah, okay, we don't, yeah, we don't have to get into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, we don't have to get into that because we already, I think we already did enough rampants on, on, the, on the vaccine and shit. <laughs> but, um, so, one of the main issues with Newsom is his, uh, with, when it comes to education, is his lack of transparency of where the funds are going so there's funds for education but there's not transparency there's not like a day like a like an analysis report on exactly where they're being distributed and allocated and how to. so yeah so this is uh calmatters.org and they were saying that so how exactly are districts spending state money is set aside for disadvantaged kids so in 2018 you some vowed to push for more transparency and accountability to ensure that the money was actually being spent on narrowing the achievement gap. But in 2020, he vetoed a bill that would have slapped school districts with new financial reporting requirements for the new funding over concerns about the new and unnecessary procedural requirements. So this year's budget includes a massive increase in funding for high school needs. While it includes a new requirement that districts account for the dollars they've awarded it stops short of the bill that newsom vetoed and does not require that the money be spent on students being targeted for help so pretty much the schools districts have much elasticity as to where and how the funds are being distributed and to whom so if it's so like the, they wanted uh, to like um to diminish it's up to, to the they wanted districts to, to decide. Yes, they wanted to diminish the gap right between black and white students, black I mean whites and Latinos, whites and the blacks and browns, the most well, which is the most disadvantaged kids, and that's not happening, and they're not putting an analysis report where they publish this, these documents where they make everything accessible to where they can see where the funds are going. So because it's the districts who are responsible for distributing it, they're not really even reporting it. It's no. kind of just like assigned, but there's no way of keeping track of it. Yeah. And then, what the fuck? I'm going to smack the fuck out of this dude. Oh my fucking gosh. I'm going to go and punch him. I swear <laughs> to God. Anyways, yeah, this stupid fuck fucking honking outside my office. So yeah, so anyway, so 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 to, um, to go on into the teachers union, teachers associations. So this is according to CaliforniaPolicyCenter.org. Uh, 
So according to the most recent contributor report filed by Newsom Stop the Republican Recall for Governor Gavin Newsom, the governor is bringing in a lot of dough with no small amount coming from public sector unions, raising questions about recent deals and favors doled about the threatened governor. So of the nearly $39 million raised by the campaign so far, $39 million for a campaign, almost half, which is $17 million, is from public and private sector unions. All right. The most alarming are the recent high-dollar donations from government unions that in some cases appear to be repayment. The most obvious quid pro quo comes from the state's prison guards. A mere weeks after Newsom agreed to give guards $5,000 pandemic bonuses, the union representing those workers, the California Correctional Peace Officers Association, wrote his campaign a $1.75 million check. Not to be outdone, though, and keep it going, the California Teachers Association cut Newsom's camp a check to the tune of $1.8 million. The national partner, the American Federation of Teachers, contributed $250,000 to that effort. So Kevin Kiley, who is a, is a candidate, Republican candidate for the recall, um, he said the teachers unions just funneled Gavin Newsom another $2.1 million. It's unclear that this is a bonus payment for last year's shutdown or a prepayment for the one that's to come. <laughs> I thought that was pretty, I thought that was pretty witty. Mm-hmm. I fuck with Kevin Kylie. Uh, I've been looking into him, and he's uh, yeah. I think think he's pretty cool, but unfortunately, I don't think that he's gonna receive. If they if we do end up recalling him, I don't think he's gonna receive the the winning. The winning uh, vote. Right, like there. That's just how it works. A lot of them sound good, but you still got to narrow it to yeah. one dude. Yeah, Anthony. And it's looking like. Larry Elder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Larry Elder. So he was on the Sacramento Bee interview, and they were, he was pretty much just getting, inter, uh, like, the interview. Grilled. The, yeah, he was pretty much getting grilled by the journalist. And he had a response, a thorough response, in my opinion, to every single answer. And he was just that. He just came with the facts, and he was coming up with dates and fucking stats and all this shit, I'm just like, and honestly, and for this from seeing him on Instagram, I would just see like, mm, this is this guy, you know, governor worthy, and he made a really, really valid point. Cause a lot of if you think about it, a lot of these politicians, governors, they all come from a political background, and their leadership is shit. Yeah, they already got an advantage getting their foot in the door. So Ronald Reagan was an actor. He's from Hollywood. And some may say he was one of the most, you know, uh, reforming. And it, even though he was a Republican, it was like progressive acts that he was passing. He's, yeah. he's the one that implemented CEQA. The youngins forget that that could have been like he was a combination of shit. Some may say he was one of the greatest presidents of our time. Of not our time, but, you know, but I, I don't think, yeah, I don't think... I know enough to make a good assertion on it, but I I do know that some things that he has passed, and now he did pass CEQA, which is the California Environmental Quality Act, which is which is CEQA is the law that pretty much mandates uh, corporations or any kind of project that's being built that they pass an environmental impact report. 
stating what and we you know what habit what environment what 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 what's the effects of the environment pretty much mm-hmm. and a whole ass report on it right and because you know what the environment's supposed to be like before they came in and you know took over the area exactly you, yeah you have to know what how what it was before and what was the difference after after they established themselves exactly and this this uh law it it was you know for it was like a couple pages long mm-hmm. at first when when he first enacted it and I actually studied SQL when I was doing my 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 undergraduate at San Jose State. I did I did my minor in environmental studies, and I had to do an environmental impact report, and that shit was hard as fuck. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So I mean, so Ronald Reagan didn't have any political experience, and he had a good run as in in office. You know, when he was when he did get into politics, and so. To say that somebody that does not have a political background and to come into politics and all of a sudden think that they're going to switch up the game, people are switch up the game. People hate Trump, but he did he did a lot of good things as well. I I personally don't fuck with a lot of shit that he did, but he did he did uh, yeah he did a good amount of shit. We don't have to get in too much into it. You can look up up yourself. Um, but yeah, he did lead to some economic prosperities, and he didn't have no political background at all it's just knowing and he did shut down many sex he was really he was really fucking going all out on the on child sex trafficking he made it very clear he was combating that and and if you think about it he knows what's going on in these fucking islands he knows what's really going down you know what i mean he's in on it well he knows but then like if he's like you know digging down on it then he he knows he knows but he's not participating i'm yeah. not trying to say that he participates necessarily yeah well, you kind of made it sound like i'm like, oh i mean like the other side saying that he like touches his daughter and shit that's and fucking, whatnot that's foul come on <laughs> that's just foul like, not right. touches but like they're 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 closer than they should be yeah i mean they're gonna get every any little thing on them at that point i don't fucking know that's none of my business ultimately that's how i think but yeah, all right. So let's so let's stay on topic. So yeah, so Larry Elder does not have any background in politics, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he does not know anything about running, running rules and mandates to to lead to a prosperous state. So he's from South Central Los Angeles. He's from the hood. He's from the hood. He knows a thing or two about about being in the ghetto. He knows about the struggle. He's been a fucking radio host for decades. He's an entrepreneur. He has his own business. He's been, you know, he's a pretty successful man. And I think... Yeah, I think I'm I, willing to give him a shot. Um, I haven't really made up my mind, but that's how I feel about him now. Me neither. Me neither. Yeah, I, I was just... I just seen that interview on him. And... It's, yeah, it's 136. So you want to... All right, y'all. So Ana has a meeting for work that she has to go to it's pretty dumb but yeah that, i'm gonna say sarinara yeah she's saying peace out and I'm, but i'm gonna be back with some more bullshit yeah I'm yeah gonna be back on my bullshit she's gonna be back but well she's gonna be back i don't know i think i'm gonna keep this going right but, but i just want to say bye yeah <laughs> peace out on right, peace and love um but yeah so we were on the topic of larry elder so yeah, welcome to the the chosen Juan. 
podcast. You know what I'm saying, Vato? Um, you know, let me get this little dash shit going. All right, so, so yeah, I was saying about Larry Elder is that he, yeah, he doesn't have experience in politics, but he does. I feel like he does have a good, thorough understanding of what this state needs, and. Yeah, who knows? I I like Kevin Kiley as well. Kevin Kiley is a good candidate. Uh, he's a Republican um, runner-up. And another guy I've been looking into is Anthony Tremino as well. Anthony Tremino, he's a, I think he's Cuban-American. He's, his family came from Cuba. And, yeah, he talks about... He talks about a lot about freedoms and rights and our, 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 our God-given rights that I feel a lot of people don't talk about and he yeah I mean I think people that come from immigrant homes are very are much needed in office because we were able to give a perspective that most can't all right most people just give this you know American ideology this American way of life this American way of thinking and it is a good way of thinking don't get me wrong I consider myself a, a proud American, but I'm also, you know, I'm also Mexican. I also got those 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 cultural ancestral ties within me that I really like, you know, that where I do value family. I do value I value, you know, my word and I value just different different philosophies in my culture that that I think are, are unique. You know, cultura, cultura es vida. It's one of my that's one of my slogans. And, yeah, I mean, who knows if this guy would be a good fit or not, but there's only one way to find out. But the I think the main important topic, the main important thing we're trying to do here is bring awareness to these issues because nobody, nobody wants to give a fuck. Nobody wants to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to look into it so I can see what's up. Or, you know, Gavin Newsom's a Democrat. I don't want to vote for a Republican, this and that. And I just, that's a very narrow-minded way of thinking. Because I was thinking the same way when I was in college. You know, I felt like I was, in a way, they brainwashed us to think that, we you know, a certain way, you know, Trump, big orange man, bad, and everything. All Republicans are bad. And no, not everybody, not every Republican agrees with Trump. Not every, they're calling this a Republican recall the trump republican recall and in reality it's a bipartisan recall a lot of democrats and a lot of republicans are are in favor of the recall so it's not just a republican recall it's both it's a bipartisan which means both parties are involved in it and yeah i mean this is other guy on um he's a youtuber they call him his 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 um his name is Kevin Paffrath, and he's also running for governor. He's a Democratic nominee. And, yeah, he's pretty famous. He has, like, one million subscribers on YouTube. He talks about stocks and businesses, you know, business, entrepreneurial mindset. And, yeah, I mean, I think that being an entrepreneur is does have high, high value, but a lot of people are also wondering, all right, what, what, are, what else do you value besides money? What else are you going to do for us? Besides, give us a stable income, a stable economy. 
And I think what people fail to realize that is when we have a stable economy, when we have more access to finances, then we have more freedom. We had more extra money, so that therefore we were we were like, all right, well, let's fucking get some solar. Let's you know invest in this. We had the freedom of doing that, even though solar doesn't require that much money. It doesn't. It doesn't even require a down payment at all, and you're actually saving money once you buy solar. You have to get a flat rate. This is what you charge. But anyway, that's beside the point. Hit me up. I'm gonna drop my info for real. For real. hit me up if you need some solar. But yeah, I mean, I I would like to know more. There's a debate that's gonna happen tomorrow, and I'm gonna put the link down there. It's gonna be all the the you know the nominees for the people running for governor, and they're gonna have a debate, a live debate. I'm not sure if Larry Elder's going to be on there. I'm not sure if Kevin Newsom's going to be on there. But I know that the Kevin Kiley and then this Kevin Pafrath, the YouTuber, and some other Anthony Termino, Termino, and all those other people are going to be in there. So I highly recommend you guys check that out to kind of get a better grasp of who these people are. And yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna participate in the recall, whether you're gonna say you know vote yes or no, maybe it'll make you feel more comfortable once you do know who else is running. You know, so yeah, check that out. We're gonna drop the link down below. But yeah, yo, like this fucking Newsome guy, like. So I I wanted to go back to a statement that I made about CEQA. So CEQA, like I said, it's a California Environmental Quality Act, and it it mandates buildings or any kind of project, infrastructure project plan to undergo a you know environmental impact report so they could you know specify if they you know if they have like you know if it's if it's like ancestral historical landmarks that they can't really build on that or if it's a you know for aesthetics they have different sections on there and we had to like layer layer them up to like what section we were going to focus on and why these these um sections weren't i guess fulfilled to the to the to the standard that it should in order for the report to pass in order for the project to pass so when Ronald Reagan passed when when he when he enacted CEQA it was you know a couple it was let me see let me get the exact let me get the exact thing but it wasn't that many pages yo it was just like you know I think it was like 50 something pages or like not even that but so it's a 189 page assessment found now so all uh, so the the problem with sequa and this is something I'm that I'm not you know because I was studying CEQA. I was essentially studying to become, to work for CEQA, to be an environmental attorney. And I still want to be an attorney. Maybe. I don't know. I'm still, I'm kind of thinking what I'm going to do. But, but yeah, I did. I was kind of focused on becoming an environmental attorney. Just, just fighting for some kind of environmental policies and rights. And once I was started looking into it, I'm just like, yo, fuck. Like this shit has a has holes in its game but 
So this is from the the Atlantic.com. So as incidents like the like the one at first and Lorena Multiply sequel has emerged as unexpected impediment to California's going green, across the Golden State sequel lawsuits have imperiled infill housing in Sacramento, solar farms in San Diego, and transit in San Francisco. The mere threat of a lawsuit is enough to small to stop small projects, especially housing, from starting in the first place. Indeed, one of the main effects of CEQA has been to exacerbate the state's crippling housing affordability crisis. So one thing Larry Elder was talking about is that he was going to get rid of CEQA. So more projects could be passed because every project now requires um, this this, uh, report. It needs to get it needs to get it needs to get it needs to get by the, the sequence requirements. And the problem with that is people will so let's say they want to build like the shelter like where you know they were building a shelter in Santa Monica or in Venice because of you know homeless problems is pretty freaking bad there. And the local residents were like, no, no, we can't do that. It's gonna, it's gonna be bad for business. It's gonna be bad for aesthetic, the aesthetic portions, or it's like it's, it's by some historical landmark, and it's, it has, you know, just, it's just a bunch of bullshit. But these are the same fucking people fighting for equality and fighting for the, you know, the rights of the people and all this shit, marching saying Black Lives Matter and all this bullshit. But they, they rather fucking let homeless people in the streets fucking overdose and shit themselves to death down the street from them from their house instead of having a having a having a encampment where they can clean themselves where they could stay where they could you know where people could care for them a lot of these a lot of people in the streets have dementia they have schizophrenia and they yeah and that's another thing that larry elder also talks about he talks about the mental issues within the homeless communities he's just like people should i mean the people that are schizophrenic we need to Put them in an asylum. We need to be able to give them. We need to care for them. You know what I mean? They're not, they're not just some number. They're not just a piece of fucking trash that we just like. Oh well, fuck it. You just like we we see this shit as normal now in California. And that's really a problem. Like we really see like people in the streets doing some crazy ass shit and like just just fucking just punching the air like ah fuck. And and that's normal to me now. And it shouldn't be. You know, it's like, what the fuck? But yeah, Larry Elder touched on a lot of things, bro. Like, the way these journalists were trying to grill him at that Sacramento B interview, you could, I'll, I'll put the link down on, on, on the description. And yeah, the, you know, the way it, it, it felt like every journalist there was out to get, out to get him. And this fool was just, you know, bobbing and weaving and boom, hitting him with facts, bro. And I'm just like, yo, this fool actually knows his shit. Whether he actually enacts the shit that he's gonna, the shit that he's talking about or not, you know that's a completely different thing. But I think I have a good, I think I have a good uh, judge, judgment of character, where I could be able to feel somebody's energy. I could be like, all right, this fool's full of shit, or like, nah, this fool's cool. You know, I fuck with him. But yeah, I mean, he was. He was touching a lot of important subjects, but the one he talked about that really rung a bell with me is this whole sequel thing of him diminishing sequa so people could so they could build more housing communities within the cities, this districts. And so yeah, this is one thing that people are doing, you know, like people are blocking solar farms in San Diego, transit that would you know, I, I, so they're saying that 
you know, oh, that's no, you have to do an environmental impact report for the transit, but the transit is gonna is gonna be way more sustainable and way better for the environment because people are gonna drive less. But because that transit is gonna lead to people that you know, not necessarily they don't want in their neighborhood like that, or you know, they don't like the same shit with the housing. They don't really want those kind of people lurking around their neighborhoods. I mean, they already are, but they just don't. They don't want. I don't fucking know. But so so that's the problem with sequel now is people are able to weaponize it. Even though they don't give a fuck about the environment, they don't give a fuck about any of that, but they'll be like, "No, no, this no, no, this needs to happen." Then we need we need to do the report and once once the companies that are trying to that are trying to build their project once they get a sign that they had to do an impact report and all this other shit and they might follow a lawsuit, they'll be like, "Uh, I I'd rather just kick back. I'm not going to get into this." You know, and it's, ah, yeah, so, all right, so, the, the act works, the acts work like so, for any public project, the state must con, must conduct an initial environmental study, considering a range of possible effects related to issues, such as air quality, noise, protected natural areas. If a project crosses central thresholds, say, by en- encroaching too much on wetlands or n- generating too much stormwater runoff, the agency must conduct an environmental impact report, extensively documenting all possible harms, setting out potential alternatives, and organizing public hearings for feedback. In this sense, CEQA's purpose is strictly informational. Legislatures and agencies are always free to go forward with a project as long as they acknowledge, disclose, and initiate, initiate and mitigate the impacts. So yeah, so um, in the early days, initial studies and EIRs were generally quite short and covered only truly public projects, but in 1972, the California courts interpreted a public project to include any private development that required governmental approvals. In cities such as San Francisco and Los Angeles, where almost nothing can be built without some form of discretionary discretionary permit, this effectively meant that every apartment building and office tower in the state now had to conduct an environmental assessment. Notably, no other state applies its fundamental policy act in this way. So, yeah, I mean, this is this is the way of weaponizing sequa. Weaponizing is something that's meant to do some good for 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 their own interests, pretty much. So these encampments that are gonna benefit the homeless people, they they don't want them in the neighborhood. So like you know what? No 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 no. We're gonna we're we're gonna file a lawsuit unless you unless you do an environmental impact report. And to do the environmental impact report costs lots of money, and some people just don't want to deal with it. So they'd be like, you know, I'm gonna just take my shit somewhere else. Why I ain't gotta deal with none of this bullshit? And yo, you know, it's 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 pretty fucked off. I don't. I don't like this. And this is this is me stating this from a guy that was trying to work in Sequa, and now I'm just like I don't know if it's it's the best thing for people because people need to save people first. I hate to say it, but if we can't save the people, how are they gonna like? How do I word this right? If we can't save ourselves, how are we gonna save the world? If we can't save our own kind. If we can't help these people that are out here in the streets overdosing and taking shits on the fucking 
on the on the sidewalk and, and just having all their stuff scattered everywhere causing more of an environmental impact than anything with all the pollution and all the fucking feces and all the all the all the germs and bacteria that comes from their from their stuff from their little you know from all their shit that they have lying around they got needles they got i seen a fucking guy doing crack not that long ago like in the streets yo it's like yo this is the problem this is a fucking problem and nobody's talking about this bro larry elder's making this an issue this is a vital issue that he's gonna combat right when he's in office people want to you know overshadow it with this oh you know the mass mandates and all this shit bro like you guys have no fucking idea how many people die on the streets and they don't count those people those deaths because they're not nothing to them these people get transported the people that live here don't even come they're not even from here they get like uh my boy was talking about he he helped some um, homeless people by his by his barbershop. And he was talking about that. He was talking with one of them. And he said, like, oh, yeah, they, they, I came from San Jose. They put me in a bus and just bring me over here to Sacramento. And I didn't even know what the fuck. So they're bringing people from, they're taking people from cities and they're taking them fucking somewhere else. Like, oh, no, we'll take you to Sacramento. We'll take you to fucking another shithole. We don't want you in this area. The fuck? The fuck? <sighs> Ah, you know, it, there's, there's so much shit in politics, yo. But if we don't dive in there, if we don't see all this shit for ourselves, if we don't see how the system rolls and how it flows, then how are we going to dismantle it? How are we going to make our own? How are we going to know how to maneuver it to our advantage? How are we going to know how to help us? If this system is, is broken, it's faulted, and it keeps on being corrupted and misused mishandled governor newsom has not done a good job with the fires not done good good job with education not done a good job with environmental anything he has not done one thing he did do is give immigrants health care and i'll give him that you know but he did that right before the the recall so there's just some bullshit ass tactic to to get to, to get people to vote for him and the fact that California does not mandate people to have a to to have a a license or an identification card, oh well, you know anybody could just go in there and vote, whatever. Fuck it, you registered already. That's fine. And that, that's that's never made any sense to me either. But yeah, yo, I mean, I definitely recommend to do your own research. Uh, we're gonna do another episode on this just so we could you know finish off because me and On were talking about some things we probably want to finish up on, but. Yeah, um, we support the recall. I support the recall. Alan supports the recall. A, couple, a lot of my homies, a couple of my homies support the recall. And we hope you will as well. If you're not registered to vote, uh, please check. We have, we'll drop a link on down below if you want to check to see if you're, where, you're, where you're registered, if you are. And to see where your polling place is at. Or if you have a ballot um, through the mail, you can send that in as well but yeah yo we have to we have to do something about this change starts in the community we can't we can't help our we can't clean our neighbor's backyard if we don't know how to clean our own it starts here there's problems all over the world we know that but we have to we have to start in the community and this is our community this is our this california is our home this is my home i don't i don't ever want to leave california but I think the way this, the way it's being ran, it's just, there's no other option for me like at this point. I, just, I don't want to, 
live in a fucking communist state. I don't want to live in a communist country. I believe in my rights. I believe in my freedoms. And if you try to infringe those, then we're going to have a problem. We're going to have a serious fucking problem. But yeah, y'all. God bless. God bless everybody. God bless everything. And yeah, I will see you. We'll see you soon. Peace.